This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. Hi, Ruben. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Have you been taking pictures? I, I have. Well, I was actually, I have been taking pictures, yes. Good. Um, but also, I was thinking about the photo walk again. I was talking about it with another friend of mine, and um, it made me think, of just everyone going out and kind of taking the same pictures of the same things. Uh-huh. It made me think of this YouTube channel that I love and actually find really, really interesting. And so I wanted to tell you about it. I wasn't sure if you knew about it. It's called Four Photographers Shoot the Same Model. You heard about this? That's the title? It's the title. Four Photographers Shoot the Same Model. Yes. Four Photographers Shoot the Same Piffy. Model. And yes. it's um, basically, they, well, they shoot the same model. It's actually a pretty self-explanatory <laughs> title. <laughs> Let me guess. Um, Four photographers go and shoot the same yeah, model. Yeah, but they, so each photographer picks their own location, their own outfit, and um, then they photograph the same model just to kind of showcase how different each of their styles are. That's so cool. what I like about it is you really get to see how they're, kind of know how they think about it, what the story is that they're going to tell, and then the end result, how, and how different they look. It's, um... I'm probably going to mispronounce her name, but it's uh, Jessica uh, Kobayasi, mm-hmm. K-O-B-E-I-S-S-I. But what, what's the? Uh, do you have a URL or something for this? Uh, yes, I'll put it in the put it in the show uh, notes. In the show notes, okay. absolutely. But it, it's it's great. You get to see how everyone kind of approaches the same problem. Well, not even the same problem, but kind of uses something almost as an exercise to kind of create their own vision. And it got me thinking. I'm like, I'm sure there's a million different channels or Instagram accounts or things that you probably follow as well that you like and enjoy well you know uh, i mean i know you follow a lot of people on instagram so i know you're gonna have to say yes already (laughs) no i like instagram instagram is both this cool visual communication thing and it's also not great for photography like i feel like it really does you know remember i believe that everything has to be printed to be photography so the instagram is social media right it's fun and and it's made of pictures but it's a different thing. That right. being said, I do love Instagram. It's it's fun, and I and I post stuff into Instagram. I do have a, a thing. Hold on. What is the one I like? Oh, yeah. It's called Insta Repeat. Oh. Have, do you know this? I, d- I do know this, It's Insta Underbar yes. Repeat, <laughs> and it's my favorite Instagram channel. Um, it's Deja Vu Vibes. So this, this site um, posts a set of 12 images in one frame that have the same... They're like the same picture by different people. So like here's one and it's called the person, a person centered in front of a waterfall. And there's like a whole set of things. It's literally the same picture by different people taken at different places, but they've, they've composed the same image. So or interesting. Here's another one. What, but what? also, I mean, they're like they're good photos. I mean, like I'm looking at them. They're great. Like, they're so they're so cool. It they, makes me second guess. I'm like, oh man, I'm so not an original. Well, you but know, they're okay, still awesome photos. In, they in those are awesome 12. photos. And so I guess that's really one one thing. If you're just taking <laughs> pictures to be awesome, they're awesome, right? <laughs> right. But if you're, you know, but as you get more advanced, you want to see that maybe that's the cliche to get out of the way. Like get that exactly. picture because it's awesome. That's and maybe, the perfect tie-in. And maybe you got to post this on on social media 
Maybe but you'll make the Insta repeat channel. It's kind of a, that would be kind of both a blessing and a curse, right? I like it. I think it means that the pictures are, are pretty cool. But if you're pushing to do stuff that's more original, obviously, you know, yeah. be aware how these are kind of visual tropes. Do you right? know what this makes me think of, though? Hmm. What? It actually makes me think of arranging the photos that you have um, on your wall, like just almost arranging them in ways to kind of tell these stories. I, I, I'm actually seeing the one that is about the Red House. Um, <laughs> it's Red House of Instagram, and it's basically all these like little red barnhouse shacks sort of in nature, in mountains or, you know, fields. And it is, uh, it's really remarkable because you sort of see each of them and they're interesting photos. Oh, yeah. They're all totally different, but when you see them together, I love it, that. It, it's just, it, it makes it, it makes the composition kind of take it to the next level. I've seen, well, I saw a, a guy came into Neo Modern and printed a whole bunch of pictures of his dog and it was almost the same picture. Uh-huh. And he did them all as like a photo wall and oh, cool. they are it's fun because that that repetition can be really cool. Yeah. You know? So there you know, there's lots of fun things to do with pictures. You know what? That's actually a good topic. Okay. Um you know, people wonder what to take pictures of and that that comes up all the time and I was thinking I do have a few things that are my things. Like there's things like that games or like uh, yeah, you I don't know, know practices or things you no, Okay, for instance, for about 20 maybe 30 years, I've been taking pictures of cracks in sidewalks and, and rocks. Oh, yes, okay? yes. So no one of them is necessarily amazing, but <laughs> if you've been doing it for 20 years, you find some... I mean, I, I've always liked the sort of fractal, perfect crack. Like, you want to find the quintessential crack <laughs> in something. Yeah. And I didn't really know what I was doing with them, but I've been doing it for so long that... The, my favorite five or ten yeah. are really cool. I, I, I Actually, there's a, a really funny story, isn't there, about your, you were um, with your daughter in like New York or something, and oh, you were hunched did. over on the sidewalk, um, and she was embarrassed, but people kept staring at what you were doing. You were taking pictures of a crack, and she was like, he's a professional. Yeah. He's a professional. <laughs> Don't call the police. He's yeah. a professional. <laughs> That's that right. Don't call her, the police. He's a professional. Thing. Uh, Absolutely true. I take pictures. Of, for a while, I was really interested in uh, reflections and puddles. Mm -hmm. And while you see lots of people doing reflections and puddles, I was trying to do it in a way where you could see through. The, there was an interesting juxtaposition between the ground and the puddle. So I didn't want just a lake with a reflection, but I thought that it's a, it was a way that I could play with the, the multiple exposure stuff that I used to do in the darkroom. But in real life, you have this tiny little mirror that's sort of semi-translucent. <laughs> and I played around with that for a while. And lots of people do that. But if you do it, the, the point is that like you might see one and you get one and it's kind of fun and you put it in your Instagram feed. But if you do it all the time, like mm -hmm. over years and years, whenever you see puddles, you sort of look at what might be interesting about it. Eventually, you start to find the ones that are different in mm -hmm. some way, that are particularly special or unusual to you, and you've been staring at them for a while. So I have my cracks, and I have my puddles, and I have... What's another one I do? Oh, between Christmas and New Year's, I walk the streets of San Francisco, and I take pictures of discarded Christmas trees. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not really trying to make a statement about materialism commercialism or, <laughs> nothing like that i i just find them so funny they're so sad yeah. <laughs> like they were revered in the center of everyone's homes and then all of a sudden it's just dragged out to the street like yesterday's news and it and 
Um, and somehow the, the contrast of that with the streets of San Francisco and the hills and everything, it always struck me as funny. And they show up like really quickly right after Christmas. Right, yeah. And they last for a couple of weeks till the garbage guys catch up. So I've been doing that for years and years. And, you know, some if I put together five or ten of them, they're funny to mm-hmm. me. So, I, you know, those... If you're a professional artist, you're always trying to come up with these sort of conceptual rationale for what you're doing or you're exploring an idea visually. And that's kind of what that is. I don't know if I want to raise this to that level, but it, it it answers the question, like, what do you like to photograph? I mean, you know, I like to travel and take pictures of friends and I take pictures of bodies, but I also take pictures of cracks and I take pictures of Christmas trees. And, and um, you just said that, like, I take pictures of bodies, like dead bodies. They're not dead. <laughs> just, just to clarify, I want that in. I want that written down that they are. They were alive when they left. <laughs> I take pictures of bodies. Um, so it, it's cool, and, and um, you know, it's fun. I'll show some pictures, like Elliot Erwitt, who I, I is one of my favorite photographers. He's very you know, funny. He's a funny photographer, and he's known for being a funny photographer, and he would find these fun juxtapositions, sort of ironies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, someone, what is he doing? There's a picture I like where they're in a museum and there's a beautiful painting on the wall, some famous Rococo, you know, some famous mm-hmm. artwork. And next to it is a frame that has nothing in it. And there's a little <laughs> sign and there's a crowd of people reading the little sign. So here's this artwork and everyone's looking at the frame that's empty. But he's setting these photos up. These He's are not, not setting these up. He oh, no? is catching these things. That's what makes them so cool. Oh, Unlike Duano. Duano would set up moments like that. Uh, Erwitt, I think for the most part, if not always, was uh, finding them. He would see them, and that was part of his, his magic. So I, I always like doing that. Um, I look for those fun juxtapositions, those silly moments in real life right and they're ironic or they're ridiculous mm-hmm. and uh you know yesterday when i was going on the photo walk there was um uh, workers were picketing a, a, a hotel the w out by the by the museum and pulling out of the hotel was you know a series of first of like a like a maserati was pulling out and i that's when i noticed this and then like a Mercedes was pulling out. And I just thought, you can take a picture of the news event of everybody picketing and holding up their sign saying we demand fair wages. Mm-hmm. But it's a different statement when in the foreground is this Mercedes pulling out, mm-hmm. which just it like has this kind of contrast. Ouija, uh, a photographer from the 40s, has a, a picture of these women decked out in jewels and furs and tiaras and there's like a homeless woman standing there staring at them it's like the manet painting um the manet painting of uh it's like kind of everyone sort of in the in the cafe inside yet you can see the the, the glass just outside and you see the hungry people mm. um outside with basically they have no food they they can't afford uh, anything just i think it was just before just before the French Revolution, but it's like that idea. No, wait, that timing doesn't work. Um, I'll have to look at what it is. But it was, <clears throat> it, it, it's like a Manet painting where he's really calling that to action, uh, really calling calling your attention to this sort of disparity. Yeah. So that's, I mean, so the, those juxtapositions don't always have to be funny or silly. Right. That was not they, funny. That was <laughs> not funny. But they are. Again, you're walking around with a camera and you see all kinds of stuff. I, yeah. I like that. I, I like funny. 
you know, people take pictures of, I love it when they find faces in things, you oh, know, me just too. in natural, in the <laughs> world, like faucets and trees and all that. Um, those are fun. Those are, and there's a, a tradition of that. Um, Willard Van Dyke, who was one of the F64 group, I mean, he photographed with Weston and Adams and Imogene Cunningham. And, you know, this is in the 30s, but his one of his more famous photos is called Bone in the Sky. And it's a like a bone mm-hmm. against a blue skirt, you know, an even backdrop, but the it looks like a face. Right. And I think that was very early. That was probably one of the earliest of those silly face pictures. Right. You know, I don't know if anyone thought of doing it before that. So there's all kinds of fun things. It just gives you something to sort of be looking at. You still photograph whatever you photograph. Right. But it's neat to come up with a little thing for yourself well, that you, you look also- for. Yeah, no, I love I love it. I love kind of like the theme idea as something just to kind of get you out and get you started. Um, I also like the just the idea of when you see something, these kind of funny moments that bring levity to uh, whether it's a faucet that looks like a goat, which I will show you that picture. I would like to it's see very that. Very hilarious. Um, or if it's if it's just you know something you're seeing in the clouds and you're like, oh, did you see? It's a dinosaur. It's clearly a dinosaur. <laughs> if you can get a picture and it looks like the dinosaur, right. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I think those those are fun and um, trying to think if there's any other little things like that. I mean, and either games or yeah, but again, or... they only work because they you caught them. Right. You know, if you were going into Photoshop and making a face out of this tree trunk, that would be a stupid thing to do, I would yeah. argue. Or if you're like, I stuck this thing there. I mean, now you're making an illustration that might have a social rationale for being, but I think that the fun of photography is seeing what that you can find out there yeah. especially as we you know come out of, of Halloween you know it's trick-or-treating you go out and you gather up a bunch of stuff and then you dump it on the table and you see what fun stuff you got if Photoshop is like going to instead of going trick-or-treating just go to the store and buy a couple bags of candy and eat it like why what's the fun of going and collecting it it's that like, is a very funny metaphor yes <laughs> and we know that that's stupid like no one wants to do that you dress up and you turn it into an event and you go out and you gather stuff and even though it's a ton of work and it seems inefficient that is the thing right so you have to be ready to see i mean i, I feel like i keep going back to this with this it's it's getting my knee ready to um just put myself in that mindset of being ready to sort of see things differently, frame things, and step back from being in a rush all the time. You wouldn't see them if you're just rushing. If you're just rushing past, but uh, if you take a minute and be willing to see, you you can. I think you need a photo walk. I do. <laughs> We're coming back to this every okay. week. We should do like a monthly photo walk. I can we do meet that. at Neo Modern. Do you think we have enough listeners near us that we could like do it with our our peeps out there? I feel like we Is just it... have enough friends and peer pressure that even mm. if even if it's not all listeners, I feel like we can you know uh, chum chum the waters and and pressure our friends. To <laughs> Let's show do up. that. Let's pre- <laughs> Let's pressure our friends. I think that's a great idea. All right, this is awesome. Well, thank you all for listening. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to see our show notes, photos, and upcoming events like photo walks. Yes. Please leave reviews, ratings, and questions on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe. And thank you to jazz pianist Mitchell Foreman for our theme music. We appreciate your attention, your questions, and notes. And we hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.